LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 191. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Gigi Ramas. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And Jesus Christ, when did it get so fucking cold? Uh, about 24 hours ago. It was being rhetorical. No! Well, a little bit of column A, and a little bit of column B. Yeah, we got the cold front after all that rain yesterday. Damn you, Kim! Rain didn't happen at the same time. Uh, I would have been ice capating home from work today. Jesus. Uh, I I just got one thing to say about that. Damn you, Canada! Actually, I don't think that's Canada. I think this is Colorado. Actually, it's from Siberia. I think. Well, if it's from Colorado, God damn it, Koi! <laughs> uh, oh wow! So, how's everybody tonight? Very, very tired. I believe it. I agree. Okay, um, we are live tonight, week of November 18, 2014 on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30pm Eastern, and replays at Thursdays 1pm Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network, and there is an IRC chat link. If you click on that, your default chat client will bring you right on into the chat. Um, don't forget to swing by the forums over at vognetwork.com. Every week we post um, a topic about our podcast, and we want to hear from you. Come by, there are two-for-one drink specials, and don't touch the swill. And let's see what's going on in the chat room. Pretty much Raging is talking about the bad weather up in Buffalo. Oof. I I don't envy him. Yeah, that place is a frozen hellscape. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I can kind of agree with that. <laughs> Keyword being kinda. Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and kick things off. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, pretty tiring. Most of it's been, been work-related. I mean, I pulled two 12-hour shifts in, uh, like today and yesterday. Christ. Of course, of course, you know, 16 hours total of, uh, overtime. Or additional hours, I should say. Hmm. So it's not all that bad. And, uh... Oh, and I finally got paid today, which was good, because this past week I was running on on fumes the entire time, just barely scrounging enough to, uh, you know, keep gas in the tank. Mm-hmm. Although, with gas prices being what they are, I managed to fill up, before, fill up yesterday before not today. Fill up before work, and it was a uh, less than forty bucks, and it ended up like fourteen some odd gallons. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, I was also playing uh, Magic at this uh, game shop I always... My friend and I go to on a... Because on Sundays they have a commander tournaments, and uh, I just rebuilt one of my one of my decks to uh, try out. Unfortunately, the uh, results are a little inconclusive, and considering how it's only on Sundays, and I can only go over there when uh, I have off from work, it's going to be tricky to get back there. All right, understandable. So yeah, it's been kind of slow and a uh, sluggish for me most of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Long. Very, very long. Swing low, yeah. sweet chariot. Yeah. Um, I worked. Did a little bit of shopping on Friday. Finally got myself... Uh, the, uh, yeah, the Professor Layton and Ace Attorney crossover game. It's mm-hmm. great, isn't it? I've only played the Professor Layton uh, pre-chapter, so I haven't gotten too far in it, but yeah, I like it. Okay, got some cool. uh, Got some Blu-rays. I got... Uh, original TMNT movie one and two on Blu-ray. You know there's a box set. Yeah, I know, but these were only five bucks each. The box also, th- and the box set would involve picking up the third movie. Third movie was we good. can't have that. Wait, third movie was okay. I liked it. My main issue with the fourth movie was the was the campy cover box. Other than that, fourth movie was fucking awesome. Mm. You mean the uh, CGI one? Yup. Yeah, I could do without the CGI one. I saw that like three times in theaters. Yeah, well, you have bad taste, what can I say? Pot meets kettle? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so other than that and work and trying to find time to actually bake, because when I got up on Sunday, I just didn't feel like doing anything except lying in bed <laughs> so I didn't I didn't get my cheesecake baked which pisses me off because I really want a cheesecake so I will have to be doing that on my next day off mm. I really want one empanadas yeah I'm gonna have to get my mother's uh, recipe for it and make them there's a couple of empanada places by me and um Target had all four movies for 20 bucks on Blu-ray? Yup. Huh. I might have to swing through and get that. But, please continue. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Okay. Alright, moving right along. Oh, that's the wrong button because I got that playing in the background. Well, let's see. My week was pretty good, despite the fact that I didn't get lost getting to my grandparents' house in Jersey, but I had to wait for another bus to get me down there because this bus, there was some issue, and everyone had to get off at this one stop and had to wait for the next one. But I got there in one piece. Um, things were good between my grandparents because if they weren't, we probably wouldn't be doing a podcast tonight. 
we'd have to bail you out. Yeah. Or I'd have to go in, go into hiding. Um, I also worked over the weekend. You know, we had to move a bunch of users from one side of the room to the other, and it took us a lot longer because somebody screwed up yet again. But that meant an extra hour of pay for me, which became overtime. And I'm sitting there like, oh sweet, I get eight hours overtime, but then I realize it's not overtime pay, it's normal pay. You only get overtime if you work more than 40 hours, and Veterans Day was a holiday, so that doesn't count. But on the plus side, I have eight extra hours on my check, and one hour of overtime, so that's not pretty bad. Yeah, that's going to be a nice check. Yep. Perfect for the Black Friday shopping. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. But I'm going to my grandparents for Thanksgiving because Graham's is having, like, the final Thanksgiving. She wants the whole family to be there, so I'm like, well... Final Thanksgiving? After this, she's not cooking anymore. Oh. Trust me. An A1 Abrams battle tank ain't gonna kill her. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. <laughs> It'll be fun. I, I just got a mental image of her punching out a tank as it rolls up on her. If not punching it out, talking down to it, and admonishing it, making it feel very minuscule. Mm. I think that might be worse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it kind of sort of is. <sighs> All right, um, welcome back, Jeff B. He hasn't been here in a while, so welcome back, bro. Um, Rage hey. and Rageinator says, "Oh, when she says uh, bake, she meant cheesecake." For a second, I thought she meant smoking pot when she said bake. Well, Rageinator, it is Mako Chan. Just flip a coin. Yeah, pretty much. See? There's at least some overlap. <laughs> uh, okay, alright. We're just going to kick things off when we get back. We got a lot to cover. So. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's see, is this it? Yeah, here we go. So, we'll be back. Alright. Make sure I turn the volume up properly. Okay. We'll be back.
what's up everybody this is random aka mega ran here to tell you about my next new project now many of you may know that a few months ago i put out a documentary called megalomania it was about myself and a band of low classics traveling all over the country bringing rap tunes to you now we're here today to tell you that we want to take this project that we did to the next level in order to distribute it on all the distributors you know uh places like netflix like itunes like amazon and even Redbox. And in order to do that, we need your help. And that's why we are at Kickstarter. And I'm also working on my new album for 2015, which so far has some of my favorite tracks on it. Now, if you back the Kickstarter, you're able to get not only your name and your whatever you want into the documentary and on the new album, but we're working on stretch goals like vinyl, like even putting the entire album on a Nintendo cartridge. That's correct. It can be done, but only with your help. So hit up the Kickstarter page or hit up MegaRan.com for more. As always, thank you for your support. Peace. And thank you, MegaRan, for that awesome commercial. Um, as y'all know, I am a big fan of his, so I'll definitely be backing this Kickstarter. And there's more information about his Kickstarter at his website at MegaRan.com, or you can also find it on his, on his Facebook and his Twitter. And also, I just want to say, um, not congrats, but welcome back to Kyle Haybear. Um, back a few years back, he used to do a podcast called The Big Balls Broadcast. Um, he had he did a hiatus for him, but now he's back, so I want to wish him good luck, welcome back, and I'll definitely be listening to his show now. Unfortunately, he podcasts at the same time as we do, but... That's what RSS feeds and other stuff is for. So, and I think I may have just shocked the uh, the staffers in our unofficial chat room. Shocked? No. no. I find it a little bit humorous, but not shocking. I'm more worried about the sound of duct tape just now. You did not hear sounds of duct tape. Then what was that? What was what? <sighs> Okay, no, um, I was taped, like, during the musical break, I was um, taping up my window, and I noticed, as I was putting my hands, like, over the window, making sure everything was, like, sealed, I missed a spot, so that's what that piece of duct tape was for. Okay. And, um, I'm kind of surprised, it doesn't kind of look like him in a way, though. He looks like a jolly old fat guy now. I'm sorry. Who is that, anyway? You you, you don't know who that is? I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were commenting on the whole fact that, you know, he was rather large and behind him is no kid hungry. No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you a picture of who that is. Okay. If that, I think that'll work. If not, if it, if it's the same image, it's the same picture. All right. Yep. Hold on. Here you go. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
Well, I wouldn't have been able to tell because they did a shit ton of uh, Photoshop on this. Mm. Not to mention, with like with just the mustache, it looks like a porn star. Kind of looks like a chipmunk. And if you're wondering, I'll post in the chat room. Um, someone decided to Photoshop Guy Fieri without his bleach blonde tips. If I ever get that good at Photoshop, I might have to quit my day job. Keyword being might. Alright, now before we get into uh, tonight's show, this was something I forgot to put on the outline, but I threw it on there as part of the pre uh, as part of uh, tonight's show, what we're talking about. Um, if you noticed over the weekend that Funimation announced, well, not just over the weekend, but over the course of last week, Funimation announced decasting for free Iwatobi Swim Club. Already, a few people weren't too happy with the, with the choices, which, it happens. It's a given. No matter whatever your anime is that you enjoy, when they list the dubcast, chances are there will be somebody that's on it that you're not too fond of. And that's cool. Nothing's perfect. For one of the voices, uh, I forget who he voices, but they announced Vic Mignona on here. And that's when the fandoms and the internet decided to have a collaborative shitting of bricks. Yep. On both sides of the argument. Yes. The issue on this thing is that people are accusing Vic of being a homophobe because of his religious views and beliefs. Now, here's the thing. Free Iwatobi Swim Club is not a yaoi anime. It's an anime about, uh, about a high school swim club. Simple as that. You guys just happen to be incredibly beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, but here's the thing: no matter what, most series is always you got that one section of fans that will ship characters together like Yaoi. It happens, but somehow the fans got together and opened up a petition to have him taken off the series. I understand you don't like the guy. That's cool. I have a problem when you try to fuck with somebody's um, life, their career. That has happened to me. I know somebody else who that has happened to. That shit is not fun. It is a pain in the ass to deal with. And I'll say this. If Vic really was a homophobe, do you really think he'd have a career in voice acting? I mean, come on. Also, do you think he would have taken the free job to begin with? He would have. That's the thing. Free has nothing to do with anything gay. Exactly. It's the fangirls who see the characters half naked that ship them together. There's another reason why you should stay off a Tumblr. You mean besides the social justice warriors? That too. And now, I have friends that do work at Funimation, and 
and let's just say they're, they're pretty much ignoring it. They're going to roll on ahead with it. So I, I'm okay with that. Well, that's the only thing that that they can do. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, as I as I said in my personal uh, Facebook, yes. people are going to hate on everything, mm-hmm. and the only reason why it's become such an issue with this is because the voice actors and the whole you know community for this fandom is very tiny. You don't see people complaining about the mocking of Keanu Reeves as Spike Spiegel. Because nobody wants him as Spike Spiegel. Everybody mocks, you know, the people that, the, the I should say, quote-unquote mock, um, the Americans that decide that they're going to do Japanese anime-based movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the collective shitting of bricks for Avatar The Last Airbender movie. And... You know, while people are seeing this and saying, you know, you fuckers are crazy, people are going and seeing this Vic thing and going, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's a great thing. Or you have the people going, what the fuck are you thinking? You guys are horrible. And, you know, just various things like that. It's because of the tight-knit community that this has blown up as much as it has. Mm Mm-hmm. And as far as I've done, like I said, I have I've met the man as an attendee, staffer, press guy. Yes, he's a little bit much to handle, but overall, he's a good guy. Granted, I mean, I've heard stories about him, but as time went on, he's really calmed down a lot. And he does a lot for his fans. Dude's a big Star Trek fanatic as well. And... Mm-hmm. If you look up at any interview he does when out there, he never talks about his religious beliefs or anything. He keeps that to himself. And and here's something else too. At a convention, someone actually called him out and asked him what his opinion on gay marriage is. Now I'll explain this to you. I interview cosplayers, voice actors, voice actresses. I ask them. I generally ask them before the before the re- do the interview. Is there something you don't want me to cover? And it has nothing to do with like if there's issue. I just don't want them to be uncomfortable. Don't want to put them on the spot. Granted, there are some pe- voice actors that have no problems discussing it, but it's a question I would never ask a voice actor or actress because it's not it, they, they are not an advocate unless they want to be. I know there are some that are, and I would ask them. But some that it's it's just to say it goes on the shelf of questions you really shouldn't answer. Ask now, he actually said, and this was his answer: it belongs to to the people, not the government. You know, the people should answer that, not the government. Now, as we all know, there are some people that are against it, and the government is is stall is stalemating. And if you notice, the majority of the people are all for it. But, the fact of the matter remains, there are still some questions you shouldn't ask. And some people thought he was um, backpedaling or something like that. He wasn't backpedaling. It was just something that you don't ask. And that's it. So Another incident. 
instance of a fan going way out of line. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he kept it cool and actually answered it. I mean, I probably wouldn't have intended to just go, just call him out on the question. Like, are you serious? You're asking it at an anime convention, really? How does that have anything to do with what we're here to promote or, or talk about or whatever? Well, that's you know, hey. I mean, granted, it shouldn't be, but. Anywho, I I think um we kind of got our point across here, you know, because kind of want to just get it out there, you know. So to everybody who um who wanted to see him off of this, it ain't gonna happen. So you just you just wasted like maybe fifteen twenty minutes on a website for um for a petition that's not gonna come to fruition. So sucks to be you, doesn't it? Tough break. There's always a, there's always a sub, <laughs> and that's why I tell people if you don't like who's dubbing it, there's always the subtitled version. No harm, no foul. But at least give it a listen because you might just like it. Can't say you're not gonna like it if you never listen to it. Mm. Anywho, I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on? Sure. Sure. Slightly. All right. Um, first ty- First up, we're talking about... Um, let's see. Here we go. Attack on Titan Cross Marvel. Oh, this just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? Yes, because they're now bringing in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, and they have a, uh, I guess, an ad, ad in this uh, screen cap here. It's uh, you know, the Guardians jumping at the Colossal Titan while while also, while also makes Volume One's copy version of Hooked on a Feeling is playing. That is a good song. I'm not gonna lie, but the car- and, and, and I've and I've I've always wanted to like try and picture just how big the Titans are, how big they would be in real life. And uh, it's a nice artistic uh, trick to uh, to uh, show how big something is by uh, scaling something to it. And uh, here we have the colossal titan, like two thirds of him, like with his like upper body standing over the Statue of Liberty. So I'd imagine like he'd be as like tall as like one of the like, big skyscrapers, mm. probably. And if you go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Jeff B. just says, why don't you just call it Attack on Marvel? My thing is, it's the Avengers. Why not the X-Men? But then again, the Avengers are pretty popular right now. Well, some of the X-Men have uh, made it into the Avengers. Half the Marvel Universe has been a part of the Avengers. Exactly. You got the West Coast Avengers, East Coast Avengers, you have the Canadian Avengers. The The Great Lakes Mm -hmm. Initiative. Yeah. I mean, there's the Canadian Avengers, like they call Alpha Flight, but, you know, hey. What about Wolverine? Oh, too soon. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 hey. It's never too soon. (laughs) 
Am I the only one looking forward to Hulk trying to punch out the Colossal Titan? No, you're not the only one. Because <gasps> I just Hulk saw... Smash Beauty Titan! I just saw, like, the Avengers, the first Avengers movie again, and I'm just reminded of the scene where he's beating Loki back and forth and goes, Puny God. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation with somebody about this, and we both agree that if Deadpool does not use Spider-Man as the 3D maneuver system, <laughs> yes. then there is, you know, there it the whole thing is shit. Exactly, I agree if that with that. Happen, we riot. Seriously. Say what? Wait, 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 Marco Chan. What did you say? I said if it doesn't happen, we riot. Exactly. Spidey would be singing the opening theme while Spider-Man just like swings along with him going, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, this time. Also, in the issue that's coming out, I believe, this Saturday in Japan, I can't wait for it to come out here, um, there's, Im there's images and pictures of an upcoming Attack on Titan art exhibit. That's going to be pretty cool. I cannot wait for this to come stateside. And as... Just be directional movement gear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, hell, the uh, you know Spider-Man's webs will probably be more durable than the uh, than the 3D gear. So there's that. Though I severely doubt Deadpool's swords are uh, sharp enough to cut through a Titan. There's only one way to find out. Oh, Marvel, bless you, you, you spoony bastards, you. <laughs> Alright, uh, moving right along to Death Note. Um, Mako, you want to grab this one? Yeah, if I can get it to load. Now loading. Sonic 2006. Get out! <laughs> do you have it up to play? Yes, I do. Hold Good on. boy. Uh, audio is set. You run the audio through the proper um, default. Say when, which one? The top one? Well, the top one, okay. I believe, is the actual music. All right. Want me to go ahead? Give me a second. Let me read this first. All right. Just say when. Um, so basically what's going on is there is a preview video up of the actors singing for the Death Note musical. Um, they streamed the video Wednesday, and there are two character, uh, two actors who share the role of Light Yagami, and they are singing one of the songs. So now you can play it.
seen all of Death Note all the way through. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they are splitting it. The only thing I can assume is, um, well, there's two things that I can assume. One is, depending on where the musical is falling, if it is the entire series being put to music, then there is... Uh, a a difference. There's, you know, the very first beginning of the season um, when he starts out writing in the Death Note and then there is a a small time jump. So it's possible that that could be what it is and they are casting two different people to emphasize that. The age difference. Yeah. Um, The other thing that they could be doing is um, that the main actor that they wanted to work on uh, as Light Yagami uh, possibly needing to work on other things Mm. so that they got a second person as more of an understudy than anything else. Because one of these people... That does Light Yagami was actually the sixth actor to play uh, Chibi Mamoru in the uh, musicals for Sailor Moon. Uh huh. Interesting. Still, was I the only person who heard Death Note and musical and imagining a entire cast singing? Like doing a big uh, song and dance number to uh, the opening theme, The World. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Wow, I've got a head full of weird thoughts, don't I? <laughs> well, 
Well, that's what you get for waking up in the middle of the night and eating cold-ass pizza, man. We, we, t- we warned you about that. I'm sure it has something to do with me getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Eh, you get used to that. No, wait, what am I talking about? Nobody gets used to that shit. <laughs> the fuck? Alright, moving right along. You know, sometimes I like these lists that we do. <laughs> sometimes not so much. I might have to get a theme for it, but this one I think I will enjoy. The 10 biggest jerks in all of anime. There's Ari, nothing pay- else you can use this same little uh, fanfare that opens up Dave Letterman's top 10 lists. Mm. Or I could probably use a, a, play, a, sele- a character select screen or something like that. Eh, maybe. Anywho, Ari, would you like to kick it off? <clears throat> sure. There are a lot of jerks in anime. In fact, some of our sometimes our favorite characters in the anime are completely rude, and we love them for it. There are characters we love to hate because they're just so fun, and there are characters who we hate because they're boring. Finally, however, there are characters we hate because they do such a good job of being complete jerks that the series would be completely different without them. <clears throat> so here's ten of them. Number one, the Titans. All of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The insanely creepy, smiling Titan. The the holy fuck, that's big, colossal Titan. You know, all the good ones. Number two, Kyubei from Pula Magi Madoka Magica. Yep. Oh, Kyubei. Kyubei, you, you are a dick. You are a pretentious son of a bitch. You, you are that uncaring Vulcan, you bastard. Would you like to sign a contract? <laughs> I think I have that song somewhere. Alright, number three. Come on, come down, come down. Phantom from Berserk. If you've made it to the end of Berserk anime series or movies, you not only know Phantom's true identity, but you know why he's one of the biggest jerks in anime history. Summoning demons from hell to kill his entire group of friends and soldiers was only the beginning. Perhaps tragically, Phantom used to be a really good person, which makes his villainy all the more tragic. Number four, Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. You bitch bastard! I seriously cannot believe they're bringing him back. Why can't you just die already? Technically, he did when he was already dead. Because the last time we saw him, he got punched once by an adult Gohan, and Frieza fucking exploded. (sighs) And he was already dead, so his soul should have just completely dispersed. Mm, I thought he was punched by an adult Trunks. No, it was Gohan. Trunks put... Uh, this was a deep cyber freezer that got butchered by trunks. Yeah. But no, it was it was Gohan's second biggest moment in the whole franchise. One-shotting freezer. Okay, somewhere in this film, Goku has to look at Frieza and just say, or, or Gohan has to say, "How can the same shit happen to the same guy twice?" <laughs> you know, at this point in the series, even Tien can take Frieza. What about Yamcha? What about Yamcha? <laughs> we always need some cannon fodder. <laughs> you guys are terrible. 
<laughs> Not only does he enslave entire alien races and destroy entire planets on whim, he kept us on Namek for g- too goddamn long. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Number five. Russ Yu from Gurren Lagan. He did realize the error of his ways, but the dude was willing to sacrifice an entire world to save a select few. Kamina and Simo taught you better than that, bro. Not for nothing. I would do the same fucking shit. I would, I would wipe out everyone except for a few people and be like, let's do this shit. Because I'm a bastard like that. <laughs> oh, go back. Um, Jeff B says, Oolong could take Frieza until Kai happened. Oh, God. Number six. The kid who killed a puppy in Elfin Lead. Not using his actual picture because the kid is just too heinous. He killed a puppy. You don't kill puppies. All right. Before we continue, uh, Ranger Serena just showed up. You're late. Take these buckets. Go stand in the hall. (laughs) Let's carry on. Light Yagami from Death Note. Light was wrong. He also ended up killing good people to cover his tracks. What a dick. I don't know. I, y- y'all know me for how long? <laughs> yes. Monokuma. Danganronpa the animation. Okay. Alright, you think Kyubei is a dick? Compared to Monokuma, Kyubei is a fucking saint. See, while Kyubei and Monokuma send high schoolers to their death routinely, the difference with this guy is that he enjoys watching them die. At least Kyubei is trying to save the world. Monokuma is just trying to fill it with despair. Like, he puts them all in this school, and only one can be the winner. And it's like almost every... one motherfucker. Yeah. And it's like, if I remember correctly, like every few days, somebody dies. So they have a tribunal. And they have to find out who killed the person. Now, here's the thing. If you accuse that person of the murder, and if they are guilty, they're killed. But if they're innocent, you get killed. (laughs) And you you thought military tribunals were bad. And as Jeff B. says, and in the Japanese version... Monokuma's played by the same actress who was Doraemon. Uh, um. 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 Want to take the next one, Mako, while we fix DJ over here? Uh, <laughs> that's really fucked up. So, number nine. Charles Z. Britannia from Code Geass. Alright, this dude is a giant piece of trash. Not only is he a huge fan of institutionalized racism, he's also willing to kill and manipulate anyone for any reason. He's also a terrible father to his many, many children. He watches them die. He banishes them from his kingdom. And at times, he even hunts them down. He's just about the worst dad in anime, except for... Gendo Ikari. That only goes to one and only Gendo Ikari. There's no way to... The list of the biggest jerks in anime doesn't end with Gendo. Of course he not. He was his only child for three old years after his wife dies and only starts talking to Shinji again because he needs help to bring about the apocalypse and become a god. 
What an asshole. <sighs> I mean, really. Honestly, I'm surprised Gary fucking Oak isn't on this list. <laughs> Why would he be on the list? He's not that much of a bastard. Yeah, he's the, like like first season Gary Oak. You know, mocking Ash at every step, you know. This- yeah, well, most of the people on this list didn't exactly learn from their mistakes. <laughs> Whereas he did, sort of. And got retired. Mm. Well, as for the last guy, uh, Charles, I'm just like, sure, that's not my father. Hmm. <laughs> and when, and when, when the topic of Gendo came up, this song uh, popped the, in It's my, Gendo theme, isn't it? Y- yeah. I, so where is yeah. my father? It's Gendo. Oh, oh baby. It's impossible to hear that without grooving out to it. I know. Baby. And somewhere going rogue. Yeah, yeah. And somewhere on on there. Yeah, here it is. There, there. Someone made an extended version of it. Oh God. I might have to rip this song and just put it in part of the collection. I ain't stopping you. No. Mm, yeah. Horrible thought, but I'm gonna charge ahead with it anyway. Is there a mashup of the Gendo song and Welcome to the Jam floating around? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, Good. Oh, God. I don't think my brain could have taken that tonight. And yet you, you know, you said something to him about it to make him look it up. Like I said, horrible thought, but I'm charging ahead with it anyway. Well, this is Ari we're talking about here, so, you know. I mean, are you not really surprised? Nah. Following following that little trail of bread... Breadcrumbs as far as it'll go. Mm-hmm. But and I person like a sailor as I fall into the inevitable inevitable pit trap. But I do have this for you. Everybody get up, it's time to Please turn that off. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the space jam. God damn it. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of kind of set myself up for that one tonight. Yes. Yep. And, and Jeff B says, in regards to that song, "Who's Your Daddy?" And I think I need to make that my ringtone again. Sounds about right to me. <laughs> oh God, you people. All right. Uh, I ain't worried about that. That's fine. Okay, let's let me look at things here. Um, 
another hot topic that came up, something I had to briefly talk about on my fa- on my Facebook page because shit got really bad. For some reason, that song kind of no, I'm not I'm not going to play that song. Anywho, another thing that was popping up that kind of died out about the whole Vic thing is the whole article about Yaya Han. Now, if you go to Complex's site and pick pick up the article. It's different. They they went back and changed it. The big the big issue was that she was talking about how the golden age of cosplay is coming down to the end, and the way it was worded, she may be retiring. Okay, listen. Fuck's given. It depends on who you are. Okay, okay, listen, people, gather around, gather around. Uncle Ronma has something to tell you. Um. The golden age of cosplay already passed. It was 2002 to 2009. Seven to eight years of hanging out on Cosplay.com, having meetups, hanging out with people, and having a good time. Then Cosplay went mainstream, and now you have this. Now, Does she have her own comic book? Yes. She's picking up where some porn star took off. What the fuck am I even looking at? My question is, what will be the street value? To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Cupcake. Nothing, nothing, and more nothing. Uh, I'll straight into the 99 cent bin after it gets out of the new releases slot. I suppose so, yeah. Imagine Leonard and his friends on Big Bang Theory wouldn't even give it give it a second look. Well, if Howard was single, yes, he would. Eh. Anyway, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to distract you. No, it's that's fine. It's fine. Now, I understand where everybody was flipping the fuck out over this, and even I tweeted to her, to Yaya, look, just own up about the article instead of backpedaling. Own up. But as I reread the article. I discovered that someone that I know wrote the article, and I asked him to say what he can. Because I'm like, you know what, since I know somebody who, who wrote it, let's just chill out, let that person speak, and then we'll take it from there. Pretty much, the article that you see now, even though it's been edited, if you have a copy of the original article, maybe in a PDF or screen capped, go back and look at the new article. There are changes from what I've been told. I didn't back... I, I don't have, like, a cached copy, so I couldn't tell you. So, you gotta understand. Articles like this, there's sometimes no different from reality shows and so forth. You're gonna see... They're going to film it or do the interview, and then editors are gonna come in, tweak it, make changes, and things get different. That's why a lot of times when people are interviewed... Their words are taken out of context. And this is pretty much what this is. I mean, one thing that I did notice in this... um, There are two changes I did notice. They removed her age. Because internet went abuzz when they posted she was 32. And then there are people who were saying she's not. Now, the editor also put a, a note here. He says, 
The editor says, an earlier Virgin's article misquoted Han as saying that the golden age of cosplaying is over. This has been, been corrected to better reflect the words of the subject. Well, that's what it is, but I'm telling you, the golden age is over. Some people are calling this the platinum age because of popularity and press and this and that. Um, I don't know, maybe, but maybe after the, the uh, platinum age, can we get the geriatric age? Someone give me a two shots of tequila and some prune juice, please. It's called a pile driver. There you go. Also, if it was following the same kind of, you know, precious metal, you know, theme naming of like the comic books, wouldn't this be considered a silver age of cosplay? Probably so. Now, as Jeff B says, for me, I think the golden age was when you had groups like USA Musume, Sailor Jamboree, and others. Yeah, that was. That's when I mentioned the Golden Age from 2002 to 2009. Because honestly, a lot of these groups that... Because you have to understand, during this time, what was very popular were cosplay groups. And then, kind of different from the cosplay groups now, per se. Back then, these they were friends that would get together. A lot of them were, they were Sailor Miu uh, cosplay troops. They would go to cons and do their versions of the musicals and so forth. And it was for fun. I mean, there was a group at Animazement that did um, Evangelion, the musical. So, and I mean, now it's more like we did this, but we want this, 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 and that. So, yeah. But like I said, you know, after reading that and understanding it, I publicly apologize to her because I should not have jumped the gun like that. And I know a lot of people do not like Yaya Han, but there are those who do. Um, my my thing is this. It's the same thing I've said to other people about various people that I associate with. Maybe they're a dick to you, but they're not a dick to me. I think they're just good peoples, you know. Until that time happens, they'll be on my good list. Maybe there's something that you did that might have caused the problem. Who knows? So, anywho, I am going to go ahead and open the Skype line. Um, and while we do that, we're going to go ahead and discuss um, open forum topics. And we didn't get a lot for today, so which I'm kind of surprised by. Okay, let's pull it up real quick. There we go. Alright. Okay, we got a couple of answers here. Um, this, as you know, we every week we do what's called the Open Forum Topic, where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, just let us know and we won't do it. And we ask that you keep it civil. Here, this is this week's open forum topic. It's all good things. We just seen the Naruto manga come to a finish after 15 years. For some of us, we grew up with the series and it helped us to find new friends and adventures. But that's not the only manga we've read that has brought us these good times. What other manga have you read from start to finish that gave you those good memories? From Serenity41088. 
It's Sailor Moon right across the board. Reading the manga and finally getting justice of the storyline made made a tear up so badly at the end. The love story between Mamoru and Usagi was so heartbreaking like Romeo and Juliet, but actually pretty good. Alright. We know you enjoyed it, but you know, I guess you got some good memories out of that. Uh, from Shakila, she posts, It was Inuyasha, plus back in the day she watched a lot of Beyblade. Alright. Um, I remember reading, let's see, Angelic Lair when it first came out here in the States, and I re and I picked up all the books to that, which I have. That was a great manga, and I really loved and enjoyed that. I got, like, a, be a bigger and better love for Clamp after that. Um, of course, Ronma One Half, which... <laughs> Due to the fact really, that I, I would have never guessed. Yeah, but I, but I've never read the entire series from start to finish because, yeah, there have been times I did not have money to buy the books, and when I did, I couldn't get them. But now that Viz is republishing them, I have my my third opportunity to do so. So that was that was also you know I really enjoyed some of that. What about you two? Hmm. I have no hmm. idea what you're talking about because my computer forced restarted. Wow, when did that shit happen? About two seconds ago. Wow. So Automatic you're updates? Uh, no, it blue screened, told me that something uh, was no longer working and uh, that it was going to shut down. Goody. Mm. Well, it's probably, yeah. the, it's probably that stupid sound card that's in there, but don't worry. Next time you come out here, the upgrades will happen. But I was asking, what what was a manga that you have read from start to finish that gave you nothing but good feels, good times, and good memories? Um, a lot of them. I mean, are we talking about good feels from the manga itself, or are we talking about, you know the outside influences with the manga. Outside like being like, able to cosplay and things like yeah, that. Yeah, cosplay people you may have that you may have met through this manga, something like that, you know. Because you gotta admit, I mean with the Nar when not with Naruto, I met a lot of amazing people through that. And I was proud to be a part of the massive Naruto photo shoot at Katsukon when Viz announced that they acquired the rights. The shoot was so big we had to take it outside. It was like three to four hundred people there. I don't know. I mean, while I enjoy my manga, it's not something that I necessarily gush over with other people. Okay. Um, mainly because fangirls scare me, even though myself, like, as a fangirl, should be used to it. You are, in other words, you're saying you're a civilized fangirl. Um... I wouldn't even put it that way. It's just, I'm not going to go up to a group of girls and go, oh my god, did you see the latest, you know, whatever, and didn't he look hot? Hmm. And giggle and laugh. You have a better control over and... yourself than that. Than those yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's not even that. It's... I, I, I can't even really explain it. I enjoyed Naruto. Ranma got me into Naruto. And while I've wanted to cosplay from it, I, it has never been, you know, the, the main thing, the top thing that I've wanted to cosplay. So it's always taken the back burner. Mm. And that's true of most things since I, I don't, 
I, I don't, you know, knock out cosplays as fast as other cosplayers do. Right. So it's not like it's not like I'm going up to these groups of people. I've never done a photo shoot. Oh, okay. In, in a group or any in a group or any other setting. So I don't have that camaraderie. Mm. Fair enough. What about you, Ari? Um, honestly, what I think I remember most is like when I was in high school and uh, going to the, the few music stores and comics and the comic stores and game shops in my local mall because they still had a, you know, they sold you know magic cards and they still had you know, you know, mangas and uh, magazines and whatnot. I remember picking up more than one copy of Mix Zine. Mm-hmm. Remember reading for that. You know, Sailor Moon, Galaxy Express, nine nine nine. But then the uh, music stores closed down, and the uh, game shops moved away. So, it, but uh, it was, but it, I was on the, I did like three sports in high school, so I couldn't really be very open with the liking anime as a hobby. Gotcha. Okay. Nowadays, if someone from high school dropped it in front of me, I'd walk over and not even break stride. <laughs> you too? <laughs> uh, um, let's go to the chat room real quick and see if we have any answers. Um, Jeff B. says, last manga he read all the way through was Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, pre uh Yu-Gi-Oh! and Shonen Jump. And Sarah you mean Ackerman, season zero? Yeah, probably so. And Sarah Ackerman says, "In Ohio, there's nothing civil about your fan about our fandoms." Well, yeah, because it's Ohio, which I completely understand. <laughs> civil Ohio, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. funny. All right. Um. Let's see. Wow, we're actually making good time for tonight. You know, don't hex it. Well, nobody's called the Skype line, so I'm going to go ahead and... Wait. Somebody just asked if they can Skype us. You don't have to... Look, you don't have to ask us to Skype. Um, Once we come online and said the line is open, you can go ahead and call us. So go ahead and give us a call. We'll give you a minute before we, have, before we close it up. But yeah, come, call us. It's fine. That and that was pretty quick, and that was quick. Hi, you're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? This is K John Cosplay here. Hey, what's up? Hello. Pretty flippin' good. All right, so what's on your mind? And you have two minutes. Um. Well, I may. Re- I have been working on Asuna from Star Art Online for Glass City Con. Okay. In Toledo, and I have dumped 51 hours and 6 minutes into the embroidery. Wow. Yeah. But I've been wanting to publicly thank anybody that's listening about MatsuriCon. I want to publicly thank them mainly because they did a really good job for my birthday con. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... I had a sewing needle incident. Yeah? I stepped on a sewing needle at the con before my judging time for the competition. 
And it was horrible. But at least everything worked out for the better. Yeah. Even though I missed the Attack on Titan shoot, I had to rush to do Fire Emblem shoot. Then the judging, then the competition. Trust me, I've been, I have been there. There are many times I'm doing a shoot, I'm like, oh, wait. I gotta be somewhere, and I have to run off and get behind the screens for the green, for a whole green screen thing, and it's just... <laughs> now, this time, it's like, um, I'm with Ari or Mako, and we're recording a panel, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta grab the equipment and run off and record the masquerade, or I need you guys to come to the masquerade and record it, because I'm gonna be in it, or something like that, so... Oh, yeah, I've been there, done that, um... I got a Tumblr account now, so I'm excited about that. All right. Um, before you get up, before we hang it up for tonight, uh, did you want to let people know of your Tumblr? It is Kitty Cosplay. So follow me there. Cool. I'm only getting the chat. Yeah. Yes, I will put that in the chat on the in the website thingy. What you call it? On the Facebook. Uh, no, I oh. was going to put it in the um the on the Yeah, go sites. right ahead. That's cool. Yeah, that's okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like you timed out. Whoops! Come on to say! <laughs> it happens. That's that's why we tell people, you know, there are alternate ways to hang out in the chat room if if you have if you keep timing out through the website. Yeah. I'm just really yeah, I'm really excited about my next cosplay season because I might be making an appearance at OhioCon. Cool, that'd be awesome. Um, do you have anything else for us tonight? Not really, no. All right, cool. Thanks for giving nice us Nice seeing call. you guys again. Oh, you take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. All right, you can tell somebody's really psyched and happy about cosplay in the fandom, so we need a little bit more of that. All right, we're going to go ahead and shut down the Skype line, and then we're going to bring things... You'd think I'd say to a close, but I'm not. I'm bringing things around this way for the best for the part of the show that I think everybody enjoys. News from Japan. Oh, goody. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you see them too, huh? Oh, Mako-chan. So, some weeks, y- you just hit us with shit right behind each other, and then there are those weeks where it's like, this is all you got. Eh. All right. You want to go first, because my computer's starting to have a, t- have a hissy fit. That sure thing. Cause I'm trying to get the second link up, and for some reason, it's not opening, so I'm going to go ahead and see if I can force it this way. There we go. Alright. Man arrested for breaking into a woman's hotel room, spanking her with shoehorn. What? <laughs> What? Here's one you don't hear every day. A man was arrested in Dyson City last weekend on charges of entering the hotel room of a friend through the window before deciding to spank her with a shoehorn that he found in the room. According to the reports, a company employee entered the business hotel room of the woman, they were both the same age, uh, around 10 in the morning, about a week ago, using a ladder. 
before this happened. I don't want to know why he had a ladder. He, the man did confess to the police about what happened. But he didn't explain in detail what led up to this. I guess roleplay gone bad. Was well, breaking and entering an assault. At least that's why I'm looking at it. Same here. Evidently, neither side is explaining what happened. And as Sarah Ackerman says, kinky or what? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And she also asks, where did he get the ladder? I don't think I want to know where he got the ladder. And Jeff B. says, I wonder if there's a video of a bunch of salarymen running to the Benny Hill theme. That would be funny. Wouldn't surprise me if it, there was. Mm. Marco, you want to take the next one? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, Japanese high school students mix it up for sex change day. In an attempt to get its students to re-examine the traditional meanings of masculinity and femininity, uh, the Fuji Yoshida Fuji Kitario High School and Yamanashi Prefecture allowed students to participate in to participate in sex change day on Tuesdays where male and female students could opt to wear one another's uniforms 299 students 117 boys and 182 girls chose to wear their peers uniforms of course more girls than boys are going to crossplay But participating students received a special lesson on how the change can affect their awareness of their own behavior and those around them, as well as dangers of accepting the norm. All right. And they went all out when they switched uniforms. What do you mean you all mean down out? down to the skivvies? Um, uh, I don't think... They're, I, let's... All wearing, they're all wearing the knee socks. They're all wearing the skirts. The um, blouses, the blazers, I mean, all out. I don't know if you can call it all out, but I understand what you're, what you're saying. I somehow don't think that they're wearing women's panties underneath. Let Happles I find that out. Yeah. <laughs> and Dungeon Buster goes, activities for next week. Cupcake sale, swim tryouts, baseball tryouts, sex change day. Yeah, based on the headline alone, you would think sex change day, and you're, and you're like, wait, what? Like, like they're offering quickie sex change operations right there at the school or something. Two for one special. <laughs> uh. Ari, please take the next one. Really? I don't want <laughs> this one. <laughs> you bastards. And by bastards, I mean Mako-chan. 
Kentucky Fried Cafe offers upscale coffee, tea, and sweets. Colonel Sanders doesn't strike me as a hurried individual. Anyone who's willing to add 11 different seasonings to his fried chicken can see the value in taking the time to appreciate the finer things of life. That's why I think he'd approve of KFC opening its first full-edged cafe in Japan. November 28th is opening day for the Colonel Cafe in the Foresta Roco Shopping Center, located in front of Kobe's Rokomichi Station. With the regular KFC lineup of fried chicken and fried soup, should it ever return, will be available. Cafe will also, also offer some classy menu items you won't find at an ordinary KFC. You can have a cafe without coffee, and customers will be able to enjoy French press made from, <clears throat> from freshly ground-aged Guatemalan, Mexican, or Gallo mountain beans, with prices starting at 450 yen. If you prefer tea, 400 yen will get you a pot of Earl Grey, Darjeeling, or Ceylon. Mm. Assuming you don't spoil your appetite by devouring a whole bucket of original recipe, the lineup of 350 yen desserts consists of shortcake, New York cheesecake, Mont Blanc, and coffee gelatin in case you need a double helping of coffee. Ooh. Step up to the price ladder to 380 and you'll find Japan's reigning king of the cafe sweet scene, thick pancakes with vanilla ice cream. Pancakes and fried chicken. Two tastes that go great together. What? Thank you, I was being sarcastic. Uh, lucky I can't throw this keyboard at you. What the fuck did I ever do to you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seemed like a good this idea a step, at the time. <laughs> this is a step away from me in a KFC-themed made cafe. As Sarah Ackerman says, all Colonel Sanders needs is Oran High School Host Club cosplay. Oh, God. And in reference to the prior article, Ranger Serena says, somewhere in that school, some boy went all in, tucked into some lacy panties, and stuffed his bra. Evidently, some people have too much free time on their hands, or, or look for a reason to meticulously plan out that statement. <laughs> and I'm surprised you haven't said anything, Mako-chan. Mm, I'm not going to say anything about it. But you're thinking something. Yes, I am. You might as well say it. What? Nothing? Not saying it. <laughs> you not right. What? It's nothing bad. I'm just not saying it. Mm. Right. As once my machine decides to unfreeze itself by from staring at the Facebook page, I can get to the next article. Right, there's one more article tonight. Yes, yes, we have a total of four. Yeah, I, I saw that last one and it just kind of had a what the fuck kind of moment. I, I needed to post it. Yeah, also, I, four is the number of death in a lot of Eastern cultures, so... I might have to... Um, this fourth article will be the death of us, is what I'm saying. I might have to post that on our fan page. And Sarah Ackerman wants you to speak your mind. She's like, she says, make me laugh, I demand it. I don't know that it would make you laugh. Mm. Alright. My browser decided to stop freezing. But Speaking of freezing. Uh, 
yeah, speaking of freezing, I need some. I need a particular bit of music in order to go with this. Frozen inspired bra changes color when you're near a friend. Once a year, laundry manufacturer Triumph designs a special bra that highlights the social trends in Japan. The company shows off versions at press events, which always been two models, despite that the bras are identical to each other. This year, though, a two-model system is more than one way of upping the glamorous eye candy quotient since the patterns in the color of the 2014 bra miraculously change when they're close to each other. Two years ago, Triumph decided to remind Japan of the importance of reducing its energy consumption in the wake of the Tohoku earthquake and tsunami by creating a bra with a cooling gel pads tucked inside. Last year, the company got behind the government plan to increase the GDP by 2% by a specially colored gold bra that promised visually to increase the bust size by the same amount. For this year, their triumph is honoring the bonds of women with a frozen themed bra. That's interesting yes continue do I have to I can continue please do so the bras are called the close sister bras um yeah Uh, the depictions and movies and the like of sisters helping each other and becoming more confident have moved all of Japan and yeah you can tell that some of the employees are just big frozen fans um basically it's a wintry-looking bra. Uh, there's, you know, one of the girls are wearing tiaras, and somebody has a, a, a snowflake wand. Um, but to go along with the bras, they produce two sets of heart-shaped pads. Um, the larger is marked with the kanji character for big sister. The smaller with one for the little sister. The pads can be separately Uh, can be used separately or together as a set depending on how much of a bust boost the wearer is looking for. Um, Yeah, in the picture the two models have their hips touching which um, each one of them has a little half heart on their hips. So when they're next to each other it forms a single heart with their skirts. Um... It's not just a cute pose, though, since the material used for the heart and also the bra cups contain electronic paper, which acts as a flexible screen. Um, The white fields shown, which are the bra cups and the little heart, are usually black. When you get close to somebody, um, you get snowflakes, polka dots, and little stars and hearts. I got nothing. Yep. Because, you know, even though we're great friends, you know, I'm going to I'm going to sit there with my friend in underwear because that's the only way that, you know, the bras and everything will change color. 
and it's posted on the official Facebook fan page. <laughs> and Sarah Ackerman says, Is it bad I am jamming to this? No, it's not. It might be if you were jamming to the Slam Jam version, which is probably somewhere on my computer. Dungeon Buster says, Japan, bleeding edge technology, all concepts welcome. <sighs> Sometimes I wonder about you, Mako. Right. It's not my fault. How is it that your fault? Because she just finds this stuff. Yeah. You're the one that, you know, decides what we're gonna actually read. Fuck. Alright. I think we should take I think we should take our final break and get the hell up on out of here. Fine by me. Sounds good to me. Alright. There we go. I'm not as deprived as I was last week, but close enough. We'll be back.
Alright, that was a pretty good episode for tonight. I had fun. Yep. Yeah, and actually we're doing really good time this week. I'm kind of yeah, proud of that. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I'm kind of proud of that. Okay, um, let's go ahead here and go through our final run-through of the night. Um, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We are independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So let us know what you think. Drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Tell us what's up. We're here to believe you. Um, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, I know we've kind of fallen off the wayside with stuff, but trust me, 2015, we're going to make a big comeback with the website. But for now, that's where we have all our information. And if you can't access our site for our podcast, there are plenty of other places. We got Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Multiple places for you to check out our podcast. If you listen to us on Stitcher and iTunes, we kind of ask for, if you can give us some reviews, you know, tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Uh, 2014 videos will be going up shortly. Now that I no longer have to work these extra hours, I can focus more and get, th- and get them done. Uh, definitely check out our personal YouTube pages. Um, I'm at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682 and Mako-chan is at Jupe Luna. Uh, Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here so you know when we're going live, our podcasts, what conventions we're going to, and all this other cool stuff. Plus, if you have, if you have a question for us, you can always tweet us there and we can answer. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash S. Ari is at the Ariman. And Mako's at Joe Videa. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Um, I'm kind of hoping we could kind of hit 3,000 before the end of the year. But 2,900 would be just as awesome. So, on top of that, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for liking the page. Liking the posts. Videos. Photos. Everything that we put on there. As long as you continue to like it, we'll always add more content for you guys. That's what we're here for. And if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller, and Mako is at Makoto Makochan Kino, or Makochan with a dash in the middle. But, we're not the only um, geek, awesomely geek-centric podcast on VOG Network. VOG stands for Voice of Geeks. If you like Star Trek, you want to definitely check out the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, Thursdays at 4. Um, if you like television, movies, book reviews, British programming, Doctor Who, we have four different shows on the network with four different tastes. We've got Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. They're on throughout the week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and Saturdays. If you like what we do here at AJS, check out our homegirls, Ninja Sister and Pandalicious, on Electric Sisterhood, Tuesday nights at 8. So definitely check them out at 8. Then there's a little bit of music, our pre-show, and then we're live. If you like playing World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, and other MMOs, got two cup programs for you. Girls Gone Wow and Horde House. Girls Gone Wow is at 12 on Wednesdays. Horde House, Wednesdays at 10. Definitely check those out. And then, 
Swing by Sundays starting at 8 p.m. Eastern for the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio, the cornerstone networking of the VOD Network. With OLR and Bobby Blackwell, a couple of the longest running podcasts out there. Um, these two shows are really good, they're awesome. And if you like having to listen, if you like hearing your opinion, your thoughts, where what you say does matter and somebody will listen to you and give you critique and thoughts, these are the shows for you. Independent gamers, independent voice, that's what it boils down to. Um, upcoming news. Um, we are planning our Christmas special. It will most Yay. Yep. There won't be a Thanksgiving special because we'll be too tired from eating the turkey to get on the podcast to get on the mics. <laughs> but yes, we'll probably have extra booze, extra debauchery, and knowing knowing Mako-chan, extra hentai. But not the hentai show. Right. That's gonna happen. December 23rd, starting at 9.30 p.m. We're going to get the whole crew together. Uh, Doc Sarker might be joining us. I wonder if I could get Rob to join us. Oh, God. That would be so much fun. <gasps> Lord. Well, we'll see what we can find, what we can do. And Sarah Acker says, Pokemon Christmas Bash music. I got Digimon Christmas music. What you talking about? I think I have Pokemon Christmas music, but I definitely know I have Digimon Christmas music. Yeah. So right after that, we'll be on break for two weeks, and we'll be back uh, week of January 12th. And probably by then, we'll probably already come back from our first convention or some shit like that. Uh, we will be, KatoriCon. Yep. I guess Although, hmm? DerpyCon is in December, so... Yeah. I guess it depends on how you look at the timing of things. Yeah... I gotta get my cosplays together for that. Yeah, you and me both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got two weeks and need to send out the rest of my money for one of my cosplays. Mm-hmm. And finish what I have of it. Yep. Alright, uh, last words. Mako-chan. Um... Depending on when they stop, I will probably go and listen to the Big Bold broadcast and eat a chocolate caramel covered apple. But it's past Halloween. I don't care. It's chocolate caramel covered apple. Lord. Aw, darn. What? They just ended the freaking podcast. Eh, it'll be on iTunes. Yeah. Ari, last words. I have been up since 5 o'clock this morning, and the fact that I didn't fall asleep during the commercial breaks is proof that there's something wrong with me. Well, something else wrong with me. I am very tired. I I assume you had an IV of coffee tapped directly into your vein. I, I can't drink coffee. Okay. I, I don't really like it. It just, uh, like, bothers me. It, like, makes me, like, twitchy. Okay, how about... Okay, fine. Mountain Dew. I'm trying not to drink more, drink any more soda. Fine. You are snorting pure sugar, okay? Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, my last words. Um, I'm going to look at the Black Friday ads and kind of put things together because I got to find one more gift and take care of other stuff. So that is it. End of list. 
We'll be back next week. Um, we'll see what happens. Okay, so I guess that's it. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. <laughs> Somebody tuck him in. Huh. Night, guys. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. <sighs>